0: Sports Talk New York with your hosts Mark Rosenman and AJ Carter. Sports Talk New York is sponsored in part by Prince Associates, Send In The Clowns, The Phoenix Tube Company, CelebrityTrips.com, The Law Firm of Decalator Cohen and DePrisco, Solomon Jewelers, and Relish Restaurant of Kings Park.
1: Here are your hosts Mark and AJ. Joining us now live in studio is the author of a great new book which recalls the most glorious time in the rivalry between the New York Islanders and the New York Rangers. For those of us who lived through these battles between these two clubs, it will bring back some great... And some not-so-great memories, regardless of which crest you root for. For those new to the rivalry, they'll gain a uh, thorough education of one of sports' greatest rivalries ever. It is a thrill to have Daniel Erickson, author of Highlight of a Rivalry, New York Rangers vs. New York Islanders, 1978-1984, to the WLIE Sports Talk New York. Welcome, Daniel. How you doing? Great. It's great to be here, guys. We appreciate you coming in. You know, just to give people an idea of how detailed this book is, it's 5,345 pages, which covers only a six-year period in the rivalry, now
0: entering its 45th year. So let's start at the beginning. What was your inspiration for this book? Inspiration was I, I just felt it was something that had to be done. I mean, I'm the type of guy, when I went into a bookstore, which there aren't too many anymore, but I always would look for something and say, I'd walk out a lot of times and say, wow, I, I want that, you know, but it doesn't exist. So I, I, in a sense, was the guy who made it exist, that, you know, <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. So, so you basically walked
1: out of a bookstore and went home and, and you know, how did you decide to start this? What, what you know,
0: what was your first step? Well, my first step was I, I wondered if people would actually like it, because being a Ranger fan, I kind of looked at it as, ah, it wasn't that great. It was kind of an imperfect bookend. We won in 79, but 84 was, uh, you know, a you know, devastating loss. So in a way, it was the imperfect book uh, end. but I still felt it had a story, and it had to come out to, you know. So, so it's interesting. So you grew up on Long Island, I assume?
1: Yeah, yeah, North Babylon. All right, so you, like I, grew up on Long Island being a Ranger fan, which yeah. was very tough, especially during those Cup years. So the, for me, you know, anyone my age who's an Islander fan, the younger people I, I can somewhat tolerate who are Islander fans, but for me, my comeback to every Islander fan of my age was, well, you obviously aren't a true fan, because obviously if you liked hockey, you were a Ranger fan, and then you jumped ship because the Islanders were winning. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you, so we didn't want you anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so how tough was it for you being a Ranger fan during those those four
0: Cups? Very tough. Uh, the four years of high school was the years the Islanders won the Cup. So,
1: I was I was out of know, high school, right? Yeah. So I was glad. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was tough. I mean, I'm hanging out with my buddy wearing his Mark Pavlich jersey. He's taking a lot of heat, and I'm taking the heat. But I don't know. We stuck with him. That was it. Yeah. You,
1: while you do make mention of 1975, all right, many of us point to the J.P. Parisi goal as the, the birth, the start of the rivalry. Because at that point, the Islanders were a fledgling team. They, they weren't a threat. Then all of a sudden, they beat us in, yeah. in the playoffs. And that, to me... So why... Why wasn't 75 the starting point? Why, why specifically 78 for you?
0: I've had people ask me that, but I, I kind of felt like 75 was a stake in the heart to the Rangers. It really ended, in a way. the careers are like Eddie Jockerman, people like that. They, I mean, that was it. You know It was just like a battlefield of all these veterans that are, <laughs> you know, in a sense, erased. And that's the way I looked at it. So, I mean, yeah, I looked at 79 more as, a, like, a starting point. Starting point. So, now, you break the book up into three
1: parts. Key combatants, battles and wars, and tales and tidbits. On the Islander side of the combatants, you have Arbor Bossy, Bourne Gillies, Goring, LaFontaine, Gord Lane, Dave Longevin, Mike McEwen, Roly the Goalie, Kenny Mara, Bob Nystrom, Stefan Pearson, Pot Van Chico, Smith, Tonelli, Bill Torrey Trotz, Ed Westwald. How do you determine which guys made the cut? Because there's two guys that, as a Ranger fan, I always hated, and you didn't mention them, and that would be Howitt and Dwayne Sutter. So how did you go about looking at that period of time, putting together the guys you felt were the key combatants,
0: and what was the criteria for them? Um, I just looked at certain guys, and it probably – Probably in some way, some of them were favorites of mine. Like someone like Gordy Lane, a lot of people would have left them off. But I felt like Gordy Lane was better than he ever got credit for. He was a guy who, you know, wasn't. it seemed like he wasn't much of a, a hockey player. Then he comes to New York. How does a guy like this play on four-cup winners? And he's a vital cog there. So I kind of looked at stuff like that, you know. So, so let, let me get this straight. I mean, A Ranger fan, you just mentioned
1: some of your favorite Islanders. Yeah, that's a weird thing. (laughs) There's a point... Trust me, I don't have any favorite well, Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to
2: have to step in and referee this at some point.
1: You, you, is, you, go ahead. You, yeah, you're is, an Islander
2: fan. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you, go ahead. What is wrong with actually having admiration and respect for I certain had,
1: Islanders? Okay. There's okay. a difference between admiration and respect. Like, I had admiration and respect for John okay. Tinelli. I don't know if I'd ever call him a favorite anything for me. Just, he's the enemy. So let me, well, I, let me <laughs> ask the question. Okay,
2: so... You're watching the playoffs, that 79, uh-huh. 83, 84 range. You're in high school. And the Rangers are now, at this point, they're out of the playoffs. The yeah. Islanders move on. Are you rooting for the Islanders or are you rooting for anybody who's playing the Islanders? I'm rooting for
0: anyone who's playing them. So you got to understand, as I got older, I kind of look at what my dad went through. My dad was a big Brooklyn Dodger fan. But then years and years later, He's admiring these Yankees, so I didn't get it. But I kind of became the same type of person. Like all of a sudden, these Islanders, hey, that guy's not bad. Where back in the day, I couldn't stand. See them. that I understand. I, I have understand the same feeling.
1: Me. I, I, you I, know, I, I, Dennis Podven. We've had a number of them yeah. on. And, and for me, the hatred of them being a Ranger fan was the ultimate respect that you play, yeah. play the player. So. On the flip side, um, you, well, let, let's go a step further. On the Islander combatants, when you were doing this research, because each bio is really, really well researched and well written, um, was there something about one of the players during the Islander research that jumped out at you and said, wow, I, I never knew that, and that's
0: pretty cool? Um, I don't know. I mean, I mentioned Gordy Lane before, and I think that was a guy that I didn't realize, like, um, before the Capitals, before he played there, he, he seemed like a Korea minor leaguer. I never you would have expected this guy to even step on the ice in the NHL. But, I, you know, a guy like that fooled me totally. You know,
1: Obviously, we mentioned the one guy who is the lightning rod for the rivalry. It's the guy that everyone points to. You know, Denny Podvan. Ranger fans, the the Podvan sucks chant,
0: and you know, we brought that up yeah. to Denny. I don't even know if I ever said it. Like I look back, even though I. I didn't like them. I don't know if I really joined they, in the chance. They still I was, do it. I was a hockey fan. They still uh, do it every guard single guard game. Oh yeah, of course, right. of course. I know and, they do. Well, it, the interesting thing is, I don't many, know if I joined in.
1: <laughs> well, we had Denny on here, and I, I had to come clean as a Ranger fan. I absolutely said it and said it with a lot of, you know, pride. And he said to me, he goes, "Pop fans sucks." He goes, "In all those years, I thought they were paying me tribute saying pop fans yeah. cups." Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what right? he said to us. So he's but, got a good one there, right? So. Aside from Denny, who would you say during that period, the highlight of the rivalry, was public enemy number two for the Ranger fans?
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe even Nystrom. There was something about him. You know, he always had that demonic look in his eyes.
2: See, if I had a guess Mm -hmm. on one. I would have picked Billy Smith, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that, because Billy Smith Billy with
2: the Smith. stick, yeah. wrapping right. people on the ankles. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. He was public enemy number one to the rest of the league. Right. You know, yeah. If it wasn't for Pop, Van, I think he would have been number one on the Rangers hit list. I remember
0: yeah. Nicky Fatier one time. I saw him uh, doing an interview or something. He said something with Smith that he told him, Billy, you ever hit me with that stick, I'll ram it down your throat. And <laughs> yeah, I don't think he wanted to miss, uh, mess with Nicky. Yeah.
1: You know, one guy, if you're a Ranger fan, that you hated that never played a game for the Islanders uh, was John Sterling with his Islander goal, Islander goal ah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although the announcer component is not really in the book. You do mention some of them. How much did Jiggs McDonald, Eddie Westfall, Jim Gordon, Bill Chadwick, Sterling, and Marv Albert add to the mix of that rivalry?
0: Well, for me, um, I, I got to be honest, Chadwick and, um, you know, Gordon, they were the ones who pulled me into being a Ranger fan. I just liked them. You know, I, I they really... Impressed me. And um, Eddie Westfall was just a nice guy. I always respect him. I, I, like I was saying to AJ before, though, uh, I felt Jigs was a little too company man for me. I don't think he started out that way, but as time went on, you know.
1: So, now it's interesting. And maybe, AJ, you're probably the person to answer this. I, I don't know if Danny can. So, Ranger fans have Denny Potvin for right. that period of time as the guy they love to hate. Who do Islander fans... In that period, other than having the 1940 chat, who did they love to hate out of that group of Rangers?
2: I'm trying to think back to who's on who's on that team, separate from the <laughs> others.
1: Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, for me, I, yeah. I guess who the you, guy they probably hated was maybe because you know, even though it, it as the. The power shifted between yeah. the two teams. The team that was still getting all the advertisement endorsements yeah. and the ulalasa I would Grashner, have to say have it's got... No, I would think more Duguay. Duguay okay. was, you know... the, Duget, the yeah. fashion, Even Barry Beck.
0: You know, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was Robert another and one. And,
1: yeah. and, and, and even Phil Esposito. But,
2: you know... Who see, I, you, I don't think it was hatred. Right, I, see, I don't think... <laughs> when, when your team is winning, you really don't hate the other guys. What cured everything off, what kept from hating the other guys that much, was you were beating them. You beat them, you got the Cups. Right. Yeah. And that, that's really, you know, you, you don't really want to hate the opponents that much. If you beat them, you hate the guys you can't seem to beat. And that's why I think Ranger fans started hating Islander players, right. even though they weren't necessarily and bad then, people. And
1: then as, as yeah, the same it's goes, right, years, yeah. the worm so, turns. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. All right, so the next section of the book w- was really awesome. It breaks down all the games. And one thing that I learned from it, which I, to this, I, I do not remember this. I, I'm shocked that I did not go to this. That you point out that the Islanders and Rangers rookie squad played an exhibition game at Racket and Rink. So, how did you find out about that game, the game that ended in a 3 3 tie on September 20th, 1978?
0: Those were tough. I mean, that was uh, going to, you know, checking out historical uh, newspapers and, you know, going on to Newsday. And I considered that kind of getting lucky. I didn't know <laughs> if I was going to find that information, but it was definitely, it interested me. You know, and, and there wasn't a lot about the games, usually. There wasn't much said. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, I
1: don't even – I mean, I know that's where they practiced. I know that I, I did go down there. I remember interviewing Kenny Morrow down there when we were doing college radio. And I remember the facility, but I I can't even fathom. I, I my high school played their high school hockey games there, so I can't even fathom
0: how they played a game there. But uh, evidently they did because you, you have the recount. Now. Yeah, yeah, and they did the rookie games at uh, Caniac Park, which right. were great. I, I used to love going to those. But uh, the ones at Racket and Rink, I, I guess I was a little young and didn't have a way there yeah, at the time.
1: Evidently, I, I don't. May have not been advertised. It might have been like yeah, I, I think thing. yeah,
0: I think it was. You know, probably didn't get the advertisement now. The tells and tidbit section also revealed
1: something to me that I did not know. And, A.J., I, I yeah. doubt that you knew that. That the Islanders were not the first team from Long Island that the New York Rangers ever played. All right. They had a road
0: trip. Out to the New York Comac. Rovers.
1: No, they had a, a road trip out to Comac, New York. Yeah. And they played Long the Long Island Ducks. Ducks. Now, yeah. where did
0: you find that? That, again, was Newsday. You know, looking back and, um, you know, just finding that in the historical newspapers. So, now how did
1: you do that research? Was it Google? Was it? Did you go to a
0: library? Or, um, or? Through North Babylon Library, you would go to a section, and it would have historical newspapers. Then you'd look, okay, Newsday, yeah. I mean, you don't have to just use Newsday, but Newsday's going to give you the Long Island part.
2: You didn't spend days? No. Do people still go through microfilm? They still no. I, microfilm these days? You know,
0: days. I was just telling my uh, wife that I... I don't have the patience for the <laughs> microfilm. It would it would have taken me my lifetime just to write that one. You know, I I don't know how people could do that. You know, spinning the thing yeah, and trying uh, to uh, find the, the yeah. getting the right spot. Oh
1: God, no! Nah, I don't have That's the patience. That's a lost art, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Now, so they they went out and they played the the Long Island Ducks, which is they 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 totally smoked the Long Island Ducks and therefore yeah. never played them again. So who, uh, were,
2: who was on the Ducks at that point? Anybody would remember?
1: I think Buzzy DeChamps and I think John Muckler at that point, correct?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think they might have already been gone. I, yeah, I mean, that's my belief. Yeah.
1: Now, Mets fans have heard this story thousands of times about the greatest you know college baseball game ever played. All right, Ron Darling hooked yeah. up against Frank, Frank Viola. Viola. You know, Darling had 11 no-hit innings. Viola matched him, shut out innings. A future Ranger played a big part in that game. Yeah, Bob is... Brook. So tell yeah. us
0: a little bit about that. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that game is uh, what it went eleven innings or whatever, and uh, Darling wound up taking the loss. Right. You know, Frank Viola was the winning pitcher, but um, I remember meeting Bob Brook after a game once and. I don't know. It's almost like still like a sore point with him because they said, hey, B- "Hey, Bob, how'd you do in that game?" Oh, I don't remember. You know, he just you made the error that yeah, close to the yeah, game. yeah, yeah. So yeah. So Bob Brook
1: made an error, which you know, which I'm surprised Ron Darling never recounts, considering yeah, that he exactly. was a, a guy who went on to play professional sports. Yeah. Um, Post 1984, the the rivalry has had peaks and valleys, and yeah. I'm wondering how big an effect the followings had on the rivalry. The 94 Cup, when Adam Graves, right in the camera, said no more 1940. Um, the new playoff system, which almost makes it which makes it so much more difficult for the Rangers and Islanders to play, yeah, true. to get true. into the Stanley Cup as the final. The Islanders um, move to Brooklyn. The Islanders run of non-playoff years and also non-playoff wins uh, until just recently. Um, and the Rangers post-lockout success. Yeah. How much did all those factor into what... Probably, I would have to say maybe the last five, six years, probably is maybe the low point of the rivalry.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that.
1: Which you of know. those factors do you think is the biggest key?
0: Um, maybe the island is moving and also the emergence of the Devils. I think really that really gave him a kick, you know.
1: Well, right, because the, also the Devils through the, the you know right. mid nineties the, the playoff was, rounds against them Brodor and Richter that yeah. was that replaced that rivalry. Um, so, do you think you know, you you mentioned this as the highlight of the rivalry uh, because they played so many times in the playoffs against each other? What do you think it would take for the rivalry to get back to that point? Where, you know, from, you know, 79 to 84. What, what what would it take for a new
0: generation? That's a good question. I honestly, I, I think it might take uh, the Islanders to move to Belmont. <laughs> I honestly think that. So, I, I so really. How,
2: how big a difference I think that will be? That Moving back back on Long Island, sort of, it's right on the border, in the Queens-Nassau border, easier to get to by train. Is it the matter that this is, what I'm trying to ask is, is the rivalry not as much now because... The Islanders have lost some of their fan base by moving to Brooklyn. That's going to bring them back, or is it just something else?
0: Yeah, I, I think it would bring them back. I, I think just that factor, like even though they're on the border of Queens and Long Island, I, I think the idea is like, hey, we're back on Long Island. Let's yeah. go. You know, I, I think that might kickstart it.
1: I think also you might have hit the nail on the head, and maybe for me also, AJ, is the fact that we lived through that rivalry and we were young. We were in either high school or college, and you had buddies who were Ranger fans, buddies who were Islander fans, and it was like almost like Civil War. And and, you, you took, and they also played eight times to 12 times a season back then. The schedule was different. So every game was a war. You'd go out, and this was, you know, you talk about 79. 79 was before, you know, cable TV was throughout all of Long Island. Right? You're yeah. talking that in order to see certain playoff games, you have to have a buddy who was in, like, Syosset, who worked at a firehouse, who had cable TV and got MSG to go and watch the games. So there was, you know, first of all, social media wasn't there, so it was, you know, right yeah. in your face. Yeah. Now, that generation that lived through that rivalry is older. We're yeah. older. And like you said, you know, looking back, Denny Pop, you know, I hated Denny Pop, but uh, Denny Popp is a nice player. You know, it's different. And he's not yeah. a
2: bad guy now that you've talked to him. Yeah, no, yeah, but, exactly.
1: But and maybe Steve can chime in on this because Steve is younger and he is an Islander fan. So Steve, for you, you know, what's the Ranger-Islander rivalry like for you at this point?
0: Uh, at this point, well, unfortunately, because the Islanders haven't obviously been too hotly. If anything, it's actually cooled down. Uh, but a lot of the hate. I guess you could say comes from basic, basically the older generations. Um, like you know, we're ta- you guys were talking about earlier about you know which players we absolutely is, d- despise. If there's one player that Islanders fans absolutely hate right now, it's Henrik Lundqvist. Um, even yeah. even though nine times out of ten the Islanders, especially
2: Jaroslav Halak, plays very well against Henrik Lundqvist. But uh, being that he's kind of become even for like for a minute Henrik kind of became the face of hockey. For a little bit. You know, he was up there with, like, the Sidney
0: Crosby's, Alex Ovechkin's, Henrik Lundqvist. So, Islander fans you know, hate you know, Henrik. That's it. Oh, absolutely right, you know, hate you him. See, you yeah, see yeah, it on social and that, this, get, thing. this
2: gets back to a point we talked talking about earlier. What it really takes for a rival to come back are villains. You need somebody to yeah. make as the villain on the other team until you find that perfect villain and the perfect villain on each side, whether it's, you know, a Dennis Pontvent or a Billy Smith or somebody like that, or even a Ron Duguay, who you hate just because of the ads and the Ulala Sassoon. But it takes somebody who you can go and hate, you know, on the field. It's it's in baseball. It's the A Rod. You know, people. Mm-hmm. A Rod was a lightning rod. Right. Uh, you need somebody in each team who's a lightning rod that people can focus their hate on. And right now, I don't know if I see, you know, uh, maybe I, building, I, but not quite on but,
1: each but side. You know what? It is interesting because you know, Ranger fans at this point are content. You know, they finally yeah. won the cup. They don't have that 1940. You know, the Islanders have not been. "Quote unquote relevant for a while. I mean, they haven't made a deep run in the playoffs, and they're not relevant. Um, and there is that sense of jealousy from the Islander fans, especially. With exactly. Henry. You, you'll see on social media. It's Queen, the Queen. You know, yeah, Queen,
0: Queen Henrik and whatnot. Right.
1: Queen, you know what uh, Queen? Has, what kind of king has no cup? You know, stuff like that. So, <laughs> so I'm so just petty. wondering, what you think? You know, being older, what do you think social media would have added to that 79 to 84 portion of the rivalry if there was social media back then?
0: Um I I think it would have made it I guess more relevant uh the games. I I always looked at hockey back then and you know even with social media today I still look at hockey as a great B movie. <laughs> which always kind of annoyed me, you know, back in the day I was like, "Well, you know, where are the people? How come they're not really watching this? It's it's exciting. How come we're on, you know, we're not on regular TV or whatever, you know?" It, well, nothing, you know,
1: the interesting thing is nothing's on regular TV. I, yeah, I, it, I, I had to take yeah. my phone last night to watch the Yankee game yeah. because the hotel did not have SF, FS1. Uh, the, the playoff you know, game. Yeah. Not on, like, a normal.
0: Exactly. Jack, yeah. Which is
2: crazy. And right. the World Series will be back on Fox. Right. Fox. Bro.
0: All right. Quick question. Best part of the project for you? Best part was um, just reliving it. I had a lot of great times. Uh, I met a lot of great people. The friendships I I cherished, uh, it, it brought it back. I mean, it, it was almost like, it was almost like a drug for me, <laughs> and it brought it back, man. I, I was high on that. And Don Murdoch is in the book as well. Yeah, yeah, Murdoch.
1: <laughs> yep, Talk, you got it. Yeah. Um, all right, where's the best place for people to get a hold of the book?
0: Um, Amazon, Kindle. Yeah, you can buy it. It's a uh, you know cheap by today's standards, three ninety nine. Yeah, that is cheap by so today's can, standards. Yeah, you sure. can't you can't beat it. Right, it's a Daniel, good read, good Dan- education.
1: Daniel, thanks so much for your time tonight. Thanks for I bringing I appreciate up it, guys. It's, it's been great. great. I, I love appreciate it. it. It's always good to have a Ranger fan in studio. <laughs>